Hello and welcome to The Fool. I'm your host, Chris Amador. This conversation is with Giovanita. I'm not an art snob, but I do know what I like, and I do love my new friend's work. I contacted Giovanita on Instagram, and I asked her to be on the show, and I was thrilled that she accepted. Knowing the artist now and her work, what a wonderful human being, and you will find out as well. The other thing you will find out is what happened in Giovanita's life, that life-changing event that occurred, that she went from being a human rights lawyer to a full-time artist, and so it begins. Thank you for doing this again. I really appreciate this. So let's start from the beginning, all over, <laughs> clean slate. Uh, so where were you born? In Mauritius, a small Mauritius. island in the Indian Ocean. Indian Ocean, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. How, how, how big is a place? Is it um, a couple miles? Is it like, how, how would you say? Um, the, what's the population? Um, there were um, about one million people. Okay. And um, you can go from the north to the south in two hours. In two hours? In okay. two hours, yes. Nice. Mm-hmm. So being on an mm-hmm. island, were you, uh, did you go and swim a lot? Did you go out and fish a lot? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We, um, you know, it's like um, um, when you live in a, in a place, you, you never go to do all of these things. Right. When, I, when we went with my, with my now hubby for the first time, so we made him, we made him visit all the island. And that's how I discovered many things <laughs> in my birthplace. And um, no, but we would go swimming on uh, holidays or on public holidays. For um, but uh, I live like uh, twenty minutes far from the sea. We all live like twenty minutes far from the right. sea. So um, no, I, I never, I never, I never gone fishing. I wish I had, uh, not okay. in the sea, but um, perhaps in a river, uh, because um, my mother had, um, uh, she lived really near to the sea, like five minutes walk. And uh, so she lived in a fisherman village and she had uh, like a fear of the sea because many of her neighbors were fishermen and had never returned. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Um, what from, from, um, from like the tides from, from like shark attacks or well, like just various things or just. No, no, not shark attacks. Uh, no, because there is a lagoon. So the shark cannot, uh, come. It, it, it's like, you know, um, there is a storm and then, um, the boat and then, uh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, in, in America, everything, everyone, everyone, um, including myself, obviously, when we hear of something in the ocean, we automatically think shark attack, you know, because I'm, I'm afraid um, of the ocean. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. afraid of the ocean. I, I have a very healthy uh, respect for the ocean. Yeah. Do you, mm-hmm. do you, do you, but what's it like to get up in the morning and then you just see like a sunrise and sunset? What's that like, like every day to see that and hear the ocean noise? Did that play into your creativity to think, to think and be wonder? Mm, I... Um... I didn't realize it before I came here in France because I have, um, I need, <laughs> I need to go to the ocean um, regularly, like um, every uh, two or three months. And oh, okay. um, yeah, 
And and whenever I'm near the ocean, I I feel like I'm home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because that's where I've that's that's uh, what I've always known till um, till I went away. So mm-hmm. um, I I don't know if it has if it um, has an influence on my creativity. I don't know. Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. Well, so what was um, when you when you decided were you young when you're young kid you decided that you just needed to broaden your horizons and go elsewhere. Mm-hmm, it just just mm-hmm. as it wasn't for you. When, when when did you feel that? When what age? Ah, um, teenager. <laughs> teenager. Teenagers. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teenagers. Fifteen, sixteen. Um, just wanted to see how it was elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when were your parents supportive of this of, of your adventure to go and and live elsewhere and and see oh. the world? My father was, is, because he loved France. He's a chef, and so he loves France and uh, everything about the food. But my mom, she didn't want at first to let me go. And um, and eventually, because um, it's, um, it's something that for many, many, uh, many young people in Mauritius um, do this. Well, at the end of um, high school, they either go to England, to Australia, or to Europe. So it wasn't, um, how to say, um, she, she knew that there were everything for students for me to go. and um, But um, it was hard for her to... Was she go. mostly worried about your safety? Was she mostly worried about like she just wanted you around, or was, was it? Was ah, um, because I there were, I was I, I I didn't have any family here in uh, France okay. when I came, so it's um, because she um, and um, before she, she had never took taken she had never taken the, the plane before. So it was all new, and she didn't know where I was going. I didn't know either. Nobody knew. <laughs> oh, no. You, no. So how did you yeah. figure out where you wanted to go? Because some people are going to England. Some people are going to Australia, like you said. How did, like, how did you mm-hmm. know that like, you were going to France, and this is what you wanted to do? Ah, because of the fees, the university fees are one of them. Uh, between Australia and England, they are they are lower lower fees. So, mm. yeah. oh, okay. And my boyfriend was here. <laughs> <laughs> that usually helps. <laughs> <laughs> and and when you when you got to France, what did you think? What did you? What was your impression of like? I mean, I, obviously you're there, but like, but like, what was your impression? Mm. Like, I needed you found home, or you this is where you know that you're going to be. Or what was your what was your impression? Um, when I came, it was, um, in my head, it was temporary. I was going to study here for three years, have my bachelor and then go back home. Um, but, um, so I, I was happy to discover everything. I, it was cold. (laughs) It was, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, it was it was cold, but um, I was excited. 
I was excited. It was a new adventure. I was going to discover lots of every uh, lots of things, and food and food and food is so good. Mm-hmm. So oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, the 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 best for me. The best part of France is finding those little places that have extraordinary food that no one knows about. Mm-hmm. None of the tourists know about. Um, mm-hmm. And then having somebody say, "Oh yeah, over there you get good." Yeah, good meal over there, but that yeah, I I hear you. That's one of the things I miss about France. And what were you originally going to study? Law. 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 <laughs> and and so did you eventually? Uh, you got a job in law, correct? You you studied. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And and what was your your specialty in in law? Human rights. I need human, human rights. rights. Mm-hmm. Now, where did that passion come from? Human rights. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, some people go into corporate law. Some people ah, go into oui. property law. What, why? 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 Mm-hmm. Human, I mean, thank you for doing that. Thank you for for choosing human rights, for being, mm-hmm. uh, for wanting to help others. So, what? What? What mm-hmm. made? Like, what was it that made that you saw that said, "I need to work in this field to help people get their their rights back"? Because you know, whatever country they live in, it's like you have mm-hmm. basic rights as a human being. Yeah, because I um, um, I always wanted to do um, a job where I could help people um, to become better versions of themselves. And um, human rights was, um, it's all about rights <laughs> of a human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, it's, um, it's like the um, administrative, part of a human like um uh, having your papers um making um how do you say um uh fighting for what you what you deserve what you (laughs) deserve (laughs) what you have yeah yeah Yeah. um um there are i discovered um that there was so much laws for to make people have a decent life, but many of them were, were not um, uh, respected. They were represented? Followed. Um, no. Okay. Um, people uh, infringe the law. Infringe, okay. Infringe. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. I, I, wish, I wish I knew more French. I, I really do. My French is awful. <laughs> it's so bad. I, you know, I don't want to get beat up. That's why I don't speak it. So. No, it's okay. No, no, because um, I discovered that there were many things, be it local, national, or international, for people to live a decent life, wherever you are in the world. And these laws, there are many, many infringements of these laws. And I, when I discovered human rights, and I said that I could help people to have a better life because... Uh, everything is already written. They they um they have a they have a right. They have a right. They have a right to to have a, a distant life, to have um a proper house, to have all these things. And um and many people didn't know. Many people don't know because it's all um law is um is another vocabulary. Mm-hmm. And uh, and 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 so I I I saw myself like like a bridge 
between um, between the low people and <laughs> and the non low people. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. And, well, and how stressful was was this job? Uh, was it a lot of stress, or or you just found it didn't matter because you just helping people was just what you wanted to do? It wasn't stressful, but um, it was um, emotionally very um, uh, charged. <laughs> oh, oh, challenging. Um, uh, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, it was difficult not to be because it's a person you have in front of you. It's mm-hmm. a person with a with a with a hist- with a story and everything, and um, it's not uh, like a business or um, whatever whatever it is. But um, this was um, hard to. To stay, um, to not get involved in emotionally. That was the hardest thing. Wow, not wow. get involved emotionally, and um, I it it wasn't stressful, but it was really bad. And so at at the end of a week, you you are like, fine, you can't do anything <laughs> because you see people, you see people wanting to change their lives and. You're there to help, but it's if it doesn't work out, you're so invested in them, and then you got to tell them no, mm. and they got to go. Oh, oh mm. God! Yeah. Oh. Ouch! Oh, has that ever happened? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it oh. happened. Yeah, but but these people, they are like um, very resourceful, very very resourceful. They never give up. They never give up. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, just to yeah. go work all all that effort to give people a new life and then say no. It's, oh. Mm-hmm. oh, I can't imagine that. <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> so when did you know at, at some point I got to leave? Like were, how how like how many years were you invested in becoming a lawyer? And you said I, I got to change something else. Um, I never say to myself I have to leave. I just um, I. Um, in 2018, I became uh, no. Uh, I was pregnant, and um, and I gave birth, and I had a near death experience, and this made me realize how um, life is short, and I'm giving everything to my job. I'm giving everything to my job. I I love it. I love helping people. I was giving everything, and um, so. I myself was, um, I wasn't living, uh, living the life I wanted to live. So this is the moment where I decided to stop when I said that um, that's not the life that I want to live. I, I'm helping people, I'm doing what I love, but it's uh, for me, I'm, um, I'm, no more a mom. <laughs> I'm no more a wife. I'm just a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, and mm. so there's something inside of you that you like. You loved helping people, but you wanted to live. But you knew it wasn't what you really wanted to do. It was some, there was something mm-hmm. else. There was just something more, and and you didn't know what that was until uh, until you had the near death experience. Am I am I hearing you correctly? 
Yeah, yeah. But, um, I wanted, I, I didn't know that I wanted, my soul needed to express itself. I didn't know that. Okay. So the near-death experience, so did you, did you I, I, I actually flatlined one time. I, yeah. yeah. And so I got to, I, I felt there is such a peace. When people say rest in peace, it's like death. And from my experience, like death is very peaceful. Um, mm -hmm. Was, how was your experience? Like, did you feel like you were going, like when you were in that space, did you feel like you were going to die? You knew you were going to die or, or was it, did you know you were going to die? Yeah, um, I felt it. I it was like um, I I felt like I I was going away, just going away. Um, I I didn't see any <laughs> any white light. <laughs> I just felt like I I was just going away, uh, slowly going away, uh, slowly going away. And I, I, I just managed to, to whisper some words like, I'm, I'm not feeling well. And, uh, and that, that's when the, um, all the um, uh, nurses, all mm -hmm. the nurses, the doctors, and, and all, and all they, they, they began to panic. <laughs> mm -hmm. And, and I, I, I knew at that moment that something wasn't going very well. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, my um, blood pressure was very, very, very low, and I, I didn't know anything about blood pressure. And when I said to my mom, you know, my my, my blood, I, I, I don't remember which um, which number. I, I have a problem with numbers. <laughs> okay, and sorry. I said, and I said, I said to my mom, ah, you know, my blood pressure was that one. And she said, oh, oh my God, did you see the white light? <laughs> And yeah, she said to me, and, and I realized, oh my, I, I was, I was almost there. <laughs> oh my God, was yeah. your was your blood pressure below twenty? Because there's a the high number is called a systolic, I believe, and then the low number is called a diastolic. Mm -hmm. um, and then, so my blood pressure right now is normally my blood pressure is what is it? It's ninety over fifty. Okay. So that's that's low. That's really low. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. my my cardio is my heart is very good. Um, mm -hmm. Was it lower than that? Was it lower than? Uh, I think I, <laughs> I don't remember. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I I was a former medic at one point, so I asked these these questions. Oh, sorry. Um, okay. So what 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 happened? What what caused the near death the to nearly flatline to? Nearly died. Ah, massive hemorrhage. Massive hemorrhage. Okay. She, yeah, she she didn't see there was hemorrhage inside. She didn't see it, so she um she went. <laughs> and mm. how did that change your relationship? Uh, how did that change your husband? Knowing that this my my wife is going to die. You know how mm -hmm. how did that? What did you did, what did you talk to him afterwards about it? What what was he feeling? Yeah. Um. In fact. Um, he he was frustrated and he was very anxious because when they saw the, the blood pressure was very low, they asked him to go outside, to go outside. And um, he didn't know, and he sensed that something was wrong because they were panicking and they never panic. And, um, and he sensed that something was wrong. And 
And then he came back. It was like uh, three to four hours later. And they didn't say anything to him. They didn't say anything to him. It's after, it's like um, when um, it's uh, one or two months later, they sent a report of how the, the, the deliverance, deliverance? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how mm-hmm. the deliverance happened, everything, and everything that happened. And when we we read it together, and then he said, "Oh my God, we are we are we are we are sticking to two children. (laughs) (laughs) It's the last one. (laughs) That's it. No more. Uh. -uh. Yeah, I I don't blame him. I don't. My goodness. And and at this point, so so when you had when you had the near death experience, and you decided I don't want to go back to work. Um, mm-hmm. that you, you, that's when you decided to become a creative and express yourself. Um, I, I didn't say I didn't want to go back to work. I just said, I want to do everything I always wanted to do. And do. I started okay. to take, um, uh, drawing lessons, lessons like, um, um, that I was home with, uh, with a baby and he was like, uh, six months old. So we can stay home, um. For uh, one year, one year, and um, so I was home with him, and I would go take uh, night classes, drawing, drawing lessons, and that's where it began. <laughs> you, did you just say that you get to stay home with the baby for one year? Yes, vive la France. My uh, my friend just had a baby, just had a baby, and she only got six weeks off. That's all. The, that's all. The, yeah, maternity leave is only six weeks, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Wow, mm-hmm. Yeah. that crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and so when you so taking this year off, not only were you able to not only spend time with your children, but you're able to spend time with you know, yourself and explore. Mm-hmm. This is what you really wanted to do, mm-hmm. and this is the testament about why women need time off to spend with their children. Mm-hmm. The, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, what, what you can't, you can't find somebody else for a year to come back and take, you know, temporary spot. And then, yeah, I don't get the States half the time. I really don't, but it's, it's, <laughs> so have you always had this artistic ability or is there something that you, you had, or you just kind of, it was kind of itching away at you like, come on, come on, come on. And cause I, I didn't start writing until I was in my thirties. Mm-hmm. So is that the same with you? It's like you, you, you didn't. You didn't really know that you had this drawing ability, or you wanted to draw, or like, like drawing helped you discover something about yourself. Uh, yeah, drawing helped me to discover something about myself. I never drew before. I I had a um, a decorative biscuit company. Um, you know, um, cookie cookie decorating. Mm. Yeah, I like yeah. uh, beautiful nice. cookies, <laughs> and I did that. <laughs> Oh yeah, I yeah I did that in my last year in um, in university. I did uh, uh, I did both things, and um, and I sold like um, decorated cookie and ve- and I had so much fun just um, um, putting colors on uh, on food, <laughs> putting colors nice. on food, and yeah, I really really liked it, and um, and I did some mosaic. 
before, but it was um, drawing was um, drawing for mosaic is uh, very um, simple lines. You, know? mm -hmm. you don't need to have uh, to know really how to draw. So um, I I always wanted to paint, and uh, in school we didn't paint much and. Um, uh, someone told me that we can learn to paint even if we are adult, and I didn't know that. So I said, I, I just try it. So that, I tried it. <laughs> and you're doing really well. I mean, I that's that's what drew me to you on Instagram when I saw your work. And I, I don't con I don't consider myself an art snob by any stretch, but I I know what I like. And mm -hmm. your colors and your drawings are absolutely fantastic. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I. I Believe me, I'm. I'm. Uh, if anybody anybody knows me, um, I, I don't. I don't waste time. Time is the most precious mm -hmm. resource we have, and and mm -hmm. wasting it on something I don't admire, I'm just not going to do it. But yeah, I really like your work. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm a big fan of like the Jasper Johns, uh, um, you know, that style of work. What, like, what what was? Do you have in, uh, artists that inspire you? The people that you, you when you go to museums or you go to art galleries, or there's some like I've got to see. Van Gogh, I got to see a Da Vinci. Mm -hmm. Like, do you have favorite artists? Um, um, before painting, I never went to museums or galleries, or I, I wasn't, I wasn't even <laughs> near um, the art world. It, it, it's an entirely new world for me, and I began to educate myself, and um, I really love. Um, Liechtenstein, mm. okay. Yeah, I really love Liechtenstein and his um, um, bright colors. And um, um, ah, I, I don't know if it we say fauvism. Okay, fauvism, fauvism. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a yeah, it's movement with lots of colors, and I really love that. And uh, there is um, Bonnard, Bonnard, which is uh, one of the um, painters of fauvism. And um, um, ah, and um, there is uh, Nikki de Saint Phal. Um, you know, she she makes like um, big um, big sculptures of women with with bold colors, and um, she calls them her nana nanas nanas <laughs> nanas. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I love that. I, I love everything. I love I love artists that are bold <laughs> bold mm -hmm. and and just um just they, they create just for 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 fun i i, I like that and, and not not creating to be um come on dear, um to to show to show to everyone but to show everyone. yeah no why to show everyone that they are a, a good painter but I, I don't i don't even know if if um, we can say that there is a good or a bad painter, everyone paints in its own way. So, yeah, I I like it when they when artists go go wild. <laughs> when you said Liechtenstein, it was it was funny because that's exactly what I had in, when I looked at your 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 work, and I thought mm -hmm. very much so similar to that. Um, mm -hmm. Is painting the only thing that you want to do, or do you want to get into sculpting? Do you want to get into other other art, artistic mediums, or are you just sticking with painting for now? 
I started doing uh, little clay, clay, um, clay pins. Really? And uh, yeah, yeah, nice. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I I had a box for my love's birthday, so I like to play with it and mix the colors and um, and do like small sculptures and um, so I like that. And um, I try um, lino. Oh God, I, I don't know how you say it. It's like printing, but um, oh. manually with um, <laughs> linoleum. <laughs> Linoleum? linoleum? La, la, yeah. How do you say it? Lino, linoleum? No. Linoleum? Yeah. 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 You yeah, know, okay. you just cut the, 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 cut it and then put ink on it. And I tried that, but um, it's, it's so hard on the wrist. On so, the wrist. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would love to do ceramics. Ceramics? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I would love. I would love to do that. But we need a, a, a an oven, a big oven. And, yeah, um, yeah, because yeah. they're called a kiln, right? How like, do you a, say? The, the the oven is called a kiln. Yeah, the big oven. Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's also another way of um of doing ceramics. It's called a raku. It's a Japanese uh, Japanese ah, oui, style. Oui. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, right, cool. Mm -hmm. With broken pieces and yes. gold. Yes. Uh, uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I love yeah. that style. I love, love that mm -hmm. style. Um, mm -hmm. So, so are we going to be seeing some of the work? Maybe five, ten years down the road, different works from you. It's just not going to. It's going to be various forms of expression, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm having a. Um, I'm struggling with that because. You um, are. Yeah, yeah, because I'm I like doing bold pop art, and I do also watercolor. I just I had a watercolor course in last summer, and I do watercolor, but it's um, completely different. It's really, really, really different from oil, oil, and um, sometimes um. I don't feel like I fit in a box. <laughs> mm -hmm. so and that's a great thing. A, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> because, How come? How come uh, now? Yeah, because um, I know um, sometimes I I post um, when uh, I post uh, my Clay, clay on um, my clay is like a solid version of my paintings. It's a uh, uh, bold colors, vibrant, and everything. But what my watercolor is so different that people then they, they don't. Someone asks me, but what do you do? Do you do oil pop art or do you do <laughs> watercolor thing? And I, I do everything. And even I do uh, oil pastel. I do house ho uh, home commissions in oil pastels. And they are so different. They are so cute. And they, they, they don't have <laughs> anything to do with, um, with, with my oil. So um, sometimes, yeah, uh, I feel like Whenever it's a, a, a medium, a different medium, oil, watercolor, oil pastels, or clay, I feel it's a different me each time. Mm. <laughs> so, so, but there, there is 
there is something, there is a common thread um, with all this. It's the joy. There is a joy in all of this. The joy, yeah. the joy of making, and and when you see what um, the what I've created, and it um, it's always joyful. But um, I I don't know if I must have um, as many accounts as mediums. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Yeah. I, I um I, I last time I did watercolor color, it looked like I sneezed on it. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, this is not, I can't show this in public. And my teachers said, let me look at it. I'm like, no, 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 you don't want to see this. You don't want to see this. That was the last time I touched watercolor. Anybody that that does works with watercolor has my ultimate respect. I Yeah, it's just something I, I will not do ever again. And, and is that something you're you're taking classes for or, or are you teaching yourself or... No, I took a class in summer, like like a five uh, um, five days a week, a week. Okay. Nice. A week. It it was yeah, it was a yoga and watercolor week, and um, I there was this um, teacher and she she's Italian, and uh, Alessandra, and she teach us how to do watercolor and. Um, and she's a, such a good teacher that now I, I I do watercolor freely. I don't. Um, I just let it flow with water. And I she 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 showed us how to manage water and color. And then uh, I just do it, and um, I like it. It's relaxing. Do you feel that the the French government encourages people to be artistic, to be to express themselves artistically by having workshops and how to do work watercolor and how to, and and do clay and 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 give give moms a year off to to be with their children? Do you think France encourages that? They they encourage artistic expression. Yes. Yeah. 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 There, there are a lot of um. Uh, this positive. Um, um, you know, I learned I learned drawing lessons in a um, cultural center, and in every town, in every town, there are cultural centers, and um, so it's a place where you go and learn everything you want to learn. It may be music, it may be painting, writing, whatever you do, and there are all of these things, and there are. Um, and you can do it um, during the day or after work. So and um, and it's it's not it's cheap. It's cheap. So anybody can go and learn to not not even learn, just have fun and express themselves um, uh, with art through art. Mm. And the, in in the states, the the big. The big swear word here in the states is uh, socialism, and oh. that's a yeah. That's like oh, you don't say that word around here. But how it's it? Do you see a difference from from the way your country was run and 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 France? Do you what what are the big big differences in your country and how has a socialist government been beneficial to your lives? 
Oh, um, mm, I I feel okay, in Mauritius there there is no no socialism. It's uh, you. <laughs> it's not like that. It's not like that. I, I discovered a whole new world here in France, and I feel like um, you know it's um, taking care. Taking care, taking care of those that um, it's it's a state of mind. No, it's state of mind. Taking care of uh, those that have um, less opportunities, or there are um, many things are there. There are, there are really many many opportunities for people to um, who. Uh, not born in a in a how to say um <laughs> um alors um the, the, um say, you uh, when in France I feel like anybody can succeed whatever mm. you do be really? it art be it business be it whatever you do because there are always there is always some uh, um, we, we call here a financial help financial aid from the government or the, there is always something which um, and this is how I feel here I, I know um, I I I'm part of a of a community um, of an art community the art queens, which is in the USA, uh, United States. <laughs> and um, I, I feel like in, 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 um, in the United States, it's, um, uh, come on, yeah. um, you, people who succeed, uh, they succeed from nothing, from nothing, and they, they uh, um, people admire those people who su succeed with from nothing, from nothing, and they make great things. And here it's um it's very different. P people don't like people who succeed. <laughs> it's like it's, really, it's rough. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't like people. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The people they really we don't talk. Uh, nobody talks about money. Nobody talks about the uh, no. So, um, so there, there's always this, like, um, um, you, you have to take care of your, of the one which is not, which doesn't have, uh, all the, the, all the cards, all the, mm -hmm. <laughs> who doesn't have all the, all the relationships or doesn't have all the money or doesn't have all the education. It's really about that, helping the one which is um, behind to go, <laughs> to, to move, to move forward. So um, that's, so that's if, how I think. So, um, so, if I, so if I'm hearing correctly, it seems like France, the French people are more interested in what you do to help others rather than what you have. Um, so if, if like, let's say someone like, um, like Messi, Messi, Messi joined oh, PSG. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. he joined PSG. Mm -hmm. 
and obviously he's got more money than I can even possibly imagine. Um, so he would not be somebody that would be, would be looked at as a success. But if somebody were to have, somebody were to be a very helpful person, help other people get out of poverty, that's what the French people would consider a success or somebody who is really... Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. And, and that's why um, uh, great actors, great actress, French actors, French actress, and they do, do all of these um, uh, um, associations. Uh, um, altruistic? Um, yeah, like, uh, yeah, they, okay. yeah, yeah, they do all of these things because French people are like this. Mm. Okay. Well, mm. I think I want to be French right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I, um, but does that, because when, when you become a well-known successful artist, when everybody knows about you and you can't keep up with the, with selling your paintings because everyone's going to buy your mm -hmm. painting. Cause I know I do. I definitely want to buy some of your paintings, mm -hmm. especially that fan mm -hmm. in the background. I want to buy that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. Um, mm -hmm. I was going to try to phrase a question in the way, but I kind of almost answered myself. <laughs> um, I was like, huh, I think I just answered my own question. Um, so, but it, it's, they, they do, like, the French, like you, you have, what was it, what was her name? Um, no, the, the other, the, the guy who played uh, Cyrano de Bergerac, uh, he was considered the sexiest man alive. Um, he played Cyrano. Uh, ah, uh, Depardieu? Yes, 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 yes. He was considered mm -hmm. the sexiest man alive in France. Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> that was years ago. Um, and, yeah. and then I thought, why? Why would they consider someone like him sexy? Because he, you know, he's, he's a big guy. Um, mm -hmm. and what I've read and understood is because he was somebody who was a very giving actor, somebody who was mm -hmm. very considerate. So mm -hmm. I, I, okay. You know, so it's about the behavior of people. It's not about mm -hmm. yeah. social status. It's not about where you're mm -hmm. from, you, you know, mm -hmm. but why I've been a couple of, couple of towns in France and one of had a great time, had a great time, but Paris mm -hmm. is vastly different from the rest of the country. How do you feel about Paris? Um, um, Paris is a beautiful place, um, but um, most of the people outside Paris dislike Parisians. They, they, yeah, they feel like Parisians are um, arrogant people who, who consider that outside Paris, it's a countryside. It's countryside and people are not as um, modern, <laughs> developed as okay. them. So that's what people think of Parisians, not Paris, of Parisians. People, um, and um, it's, there are even ads on TV on these, on these thoughts, like uh, the, the Parisian and um, he... He, um, he would try everything. He would take a, any opportunity just to, to shine and uh, to, to uh, 
français. Um, walk on others. Uh, uh, it's not the right, the right phrase. Oh, treat, treat <laughs> others uh, poorly. Yeah, mistreat, yeah. But, but, mistreat. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah. but yeah. how Parisians are seen by the rest <laughs> of France, and um, I know that um, in some because uh, you know in the um, the plate of a car you can put the um, uh, the state where you are from, and some there are and and Paris it's seventy five, it's seventy five. And um, there are some areas in France where it's not, um, uh, it's, um, you, you should, if you have a, a car with a 75 plate, don't leave it, uh, you can't leave it um, anywhere in France because people would just come. <laughs> wow. And um, yeah, yeah. Wow. They, they are, <laughs> wow, I will if I so if yeah. I rent a car in Paris, make mm -hmm. sure I don't drive it anywhere else outside of Paris, right? No, you can't, but there are some areas in France like Marseille where um people really don't like Parisians. In Marseille, so, really? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay, well, thank you. I'm, I'm making notes of this because I last thing I want to do is <laughs> piss off somebody from Marseille. Um, I mean, my ex my experience has been when I've taught when I've tried to speak French to people outside mm -hmm. of Paris, they 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 were very welcoming. They they well, thank you for the mm -hmm. attempt to speak French. You know, again, my French is mm -hmm. just hi, how are you, and that's about it. Um, mm -hmm. But I know when I try to speak it to people in in Parisians. They just roll their mm -hmm. eyes at me. It's like, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? You know, then I lift my arm up and I smell. And it's like, no, I don't smell. <laughs> you know, and I kind of say to myself, you know, just did I say it correctly? I say it to myself, did I say it? Like, what? I mean, an eye roll for me mm -hmm. is it constitutes like, like bad behavior or something. But all I try to do is just speak it. And yeah, there is a there is a difference. There is a big difference. Mm -hmm. It's it's like I live in upstate New York right now. And mm -hmm. up here it's very friendly. People are, are welcoming. They they love meeting from people from different areas. And New York City, it's it's actually quite friendly. Mm -hmm. But there's just sometimes like you you've got so much time for somebody. So if so if you were to say, Well, where's the where's the Brooklyn Bridge? Somebody mm -hmm. will help you. Somebody will help you find it where it is. But anything mm -hmm. more than a minute, it's like, then they get aggravated. Ah, yeah. okay. Then they get aggravated. It's mm -hmm. like, get out of here, whatever. I don't know what's going to happen during the World Cup because there's going to be tens of millions of people all over, you know, New York mm -hmm. City. So, but, uh, mm -hmm. so are you, speaking of sports, do you follow any sports? Oh, no. You don't? Mm -hmm. It's okay. No. It's all right. <laughs> I, I was just going to talk I, trash. Yeah. I was going to talk mm -hmm. trash about PSG, but I guess I can't right ah. now. So, mm -hmm. so it's all right. <laughs> now, anytime I can talk trash about PSG, I, I totally will. So, <laughs> <laughs> now my favorite my favorite French team is Lyon, so that's that's why. Ah, I, yeah. Okay. So it's my it's one of my it's one of my favorite cities in France. I I like it a lot. There. Have you been? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Have you been to Lyon? Ah, oui, à Lyon. Oui, yes. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. it, there's good food there. There's very, very, very good food there. Uh -huh. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I like uh -huh. it a lot there. Uh -huh. yeah. It's it's 
Mm-hmm. Just so I, I found to be more friend, uh, people to be very friendly there, um, mm-hmm. very kind, very open. Um, mm-hmm. So, when did you feel like? So when your when your teacher helped you discover your art artistic ability, how did they come up with a name for your work? Because you define it as pop art, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you come up? How did the, how did that definition come up for your work? The, the name of the title um. definition. Yeah, I, I didn't know it was pop art. I was just um, painting and drawing. And um, one day I decided to do um, a portrait. And um, um, I decided to do it my way. So I told the teacher that I would use only three colors, um, a dark color, a bright color, and a middle color. And... Uh, and my traits were going to be very simple lines. So I did it, and I had so much fun doing it. And um, and after that, my teacher said, said, ah, but it's pop-out. And I said, oh, I didn't know it was pop-out. So, <laughs> <laughs> and all those little self-discoveries. Yeah, yeah. So, so I discovered that the way I paint, the way I draw, it's pop-out. So... Mm. And so I say, I do pop art. I saw, but that's when I paint and draw in oil. And um, I had to do this uh, black line. I do a black outline because if I don't do it, I feel like the painting is not finished. Mm. So I I have to do it. I have to to put the black outline. (laughs) It's funny. I just read this book called uh, Damnation Spring. And really good book. I liked it a lot. Um, and the last 30 pages was a little bit conflicting for me. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, I, I wouldn't have done it, but that's what the author chose to end the book. Um, it's, it's funny how you, you said that because it's like the artist, it probably would be okay without the black lines. It probably would be fine. Mm-hmm. But there's something about you. It's like, mm-hmm. no, it's got to be complete. This like the circle's got to be complete. Am I, am mm-hmm. I hearing that correctly? It's like, this is, it's gotta yeah. be complete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and now that you are a, a full-time artist, um, how do, how does that, there, there are routines that you, you probably have throughout your day, right? There's certain things you must mm-hmm. do to complete your day. Mm-hmm. What, what are those routines? Um, so, um, one, a perfect day. <laughs> a perfect day. Okay. A perfect day. Yeah. It's one where I, I wake up at 5.30, I meditate, uh, drink, and then I um, bring my children to school. I walk back 20, 20, 30 minutes walking, and then I'm home. It's uh, 9.30, and um, I do um, social networks. Just go if there are any comments, if there are any anything, and answer people and reply 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 to people on social networks and then um it's um i do like um uh, what i call administrative work um can be um preparing my post or um doing writing my newsletter or these things replying to emails and then i i have lunch i have a nap uh, 20 minutes nap then I paint 
I paint um, like um, two hours, two hours. Uh, after more than two hours, I'm too tired because it uh, takes me, uh, much energy. And then the children are back home. <laughs> the children are back home and sometimes I do yoga. Sometimes I just dance with them. And, uh, it's another day. <laughs> nice. It's, mm -hmm. it's, people don't, uh, they, they did a study and they found that chess players, like tournament chess players, oh, burn okay. more calories than playing tennis. Oh, really? Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. They burn more calories than people play tennis or play sports because it's the thinking game. It's just like you're sitting there and it's very stressful and stuff. But they 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 actually lose about like somewhere. That's a lot of calories. I don't I don't know if it's five thousand, but it's somewhere a high high number. So you're right. It's uh -huh. like when you feel when you say you're exhausted, it's like there isn't a huge amount of like expression. And for two hours, that's a lot of energy being expressed. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. So I I, uh -huh. I understand. It's it's. Yeah, people are like two hours. It's like, well, yeah, that's a lot. That's quite a bit yeah. to devote to art. Most people get exhausted, but within a half an hour. Mm -hmm. And I, I know I get exhausted when I write more than two hours. So, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> kind of drooling myself at that point. Um, <laughs> when do you write? What am I writing now? I'm writing about a werewolf. Yeah, yeah I'm oh, writing about a werewolf. Okay. Yeah, it's an idea I had a while back. Um, I've incorporated a couple other. It's it's kind of like an homage to all the other. Um, like the 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 werewolf, the Frankenstein, uh, the zombie. You know, this it's like all packed in there, but modern day. So okay, but the the the, the werewolf is the hero. So okay, um, but okay. I don't have a Dracula in there, kind of, sort of. But I that will be for book two. That will oh, be for book two. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, okay. But I know the the last conversation we had, you had mentioned that writing was a, a, a important part of your your work. Or do you, do you write at all? Or um, I like do, journal. Um, yeah. Uh, yes. I I used to. Well, I use. I'm I'm part of. Um, uh, it's called. It's it's an art community. It's called Creative Soul Society. And uh, we meet um, two months, uh, no, no, two, two months, two, uh, two, two or three Sundays per month. Mm -hmm. And um, we do something in our journal. And she's, um, the, um, she's an art therapist. Art therapist. Okay. Mm -hmm. So she guides us in um, doing um, journaling and that and... Um, art healing no yes uh, healing throughout with journaling <laughs> mm -hmm. so and that's where i discovered the book uh, the artist way mm -hmm. of julia cameron yeah yeah i'm i wrote a lot i now i write um not as much as before i used to write every day like in the artist way but um, now that I'm, I, uh, I do this every time I need some clarity. I need some clarity. I write. Writing helps me to find some clarity in everything. So, um, yeah, it's, um, I discovered it with uh, the Creative Soul Society. And um, it's a very helpful tool to create um, journaling. Yeah. Yeah, that book changed my life. That's the reason why I'm here because of uh, Julia, Julia mm. Cameron. 
Um, and what's, what's what, the more I keep thinking about it, the more I, I think that the people that have had a huge impact in my life have been women. And mm-hmm. that was, that was the book for me. You know, I, I did the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You, did you, did you do all, all, uh, all 12 weeks? Did you, did you complete no, eight the, weeks? Eight weeks. Eight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she has a, uh, yeah, she has one that's, uh, the journaling for the entire time. And most people I know who attempt to do it only get past the first mm-hmm. week and they, they don't go beyond that, you know? So going eight mm-hmm. weeks, it's congratulations. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's about getting what people don't understand. is like 90% of the thoughts you have to, today are carried over from days before. So mm-hmm. whatever you, th- 90% of the thoughts you have are, are, are about the bills, about the relationships and everything else. And once you write it down, you're able to think clearer and better about other things. So for mm-hmm. me, journaling is part of, part of the thing I do in the morning. I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. I do, most cases I do, but sometimes I don't. Um, like mm-hmm. every other, you know, sometimes, but I, like you said, it's your head clears up and you're able to think more creatively. It's, it's very mm-hmm. liberating. I found that's, that's what got me into writing. Yeah. I never thought I'd be a writer. Never, never, mm-hmm. never, never. Mm-hmm. I, I would think I would be more of an engineer or something than a writer, but mm-hmm. you know, life, life takes us in different directions. Um, mm-hmm. if you can make a movie, what would you make? What kind of movie would you make? Oh, um, would it be an you know, action film? Like, would it be a horror film? Would it be a romance? Would it be... Oh, it would be a romance. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a romance. My favorite film is... Um, uh, uh, it's called La, La Vie est Belle. Um, you know... Um, uh, oh, A Beautiful Day? Uh, a Beautiful Day. La, la belle. Uh, a beautiful life. Beautiful uh, life. With um, uh, no, it, it's an old, an old film. <laughs> oh. Um. Uh, I, 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 I always watch this film. Ah, and, uh, and I, I know that in the United States, uh, people watch this film um, uh, near Christmas. Um, oh, it's a wonderful life. No. Uh, Capra, Capra. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah, you know. <laughs> you know, I love, I love Frank Capra. Frank Capra. You know, Frank uh-huh, Capra. Okay. I love all of his films. I love all of his films. It's a wonderful life. Yes, it's a wonderful yeah. life. So that's your favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this. Uh, I love. In fact, if I had to make a film, that would be romance, and that would be. Um, like um, you know, at the end, at the end of a feel-good movie. Okay. At the end of a movie, you 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 are you feel good about yourself, your life, and your purpose in this world. <laughs> nice. <laughs> is it, is Christmas your favorite holiday? Ah uh, no. No. <laughs> What's your favorite oh, it's holiday? Too cold. Too- <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, that's for sure. In Paris, I spent a Christmas in Paris, and but I was cold. I didn't think I would be, but yeah. I was cold. I mean, I was fortunate to, to meet some people and, and go spend Christmas with 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 uh, some really nice people. But people don't realize like mm-hmm. France can get very cold. It can mm-hmm. get very very cold. Um, mm-hmm. 
so is it is it Halloween? Is it all the creative costumes? Is it? Oh no, I like Easter. Easter, it's like spring is coming. <laughs> ah, okay. And 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 there are chocolates and uh, yeah, it's um new season. New season. <laughs> Beautiful things are coming. Yeah. Yeah. In winter, I just want to hibernate. <laughs> yeah. Hibernate. I don't know how you say it. Uh, hibernate. Yeah. Yep. Hibernate. Yep. Hibernate. Yeah. Uh. So you, um, you have now taken your work and you put it into a calendar. So people can't buy your work. Now they can buy your mm-hmm. calendar, right? Yes. 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 It's um, coming out um, this Thursday, 18th of November. 18th of November. That should be yeah, a couple of days. So by the time this episode comes up, people will know about it. Um, mm-hmm. So what what websites, what what do they they have to look up to to get your calendar? It's my website. So it's just my name, www.jovanita.com. <laughs> that's it? All right. Cool. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> if I were to... Uh, do you take commissions? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I do oil portraits and oil and home commissions in oil pastels. They are very okay. different. Mm-hmm. See, I'm a, a. There's only three sports that I watch, and they're, mm-hmm. they're the the one is uh, I watch cage fighting. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've done it. I've done it a couple times way back in the day uh, when I lived in California. Um, oh. <laughs> and uh, I come from a long line of fighters. My my on my dad's side, it's like we're all fighters. We're all, we've all. My cousin Pedro, he's a he trains boxers. You know, he trains people. Oh. Like he's a really tough guy. He's a really really toughest guy in the family. And mm-hmm. uh, so boxing is a thing we love. And and that night, the weekend of that uh, interview, the re- the other reason why I was tired is the Canelo fight mm-hmm. was on the Canelo Canelo oh. plant fight. So I was up watching Thank that. You. So I, I'm a okay. you know, boxer. And the, uh, the other sport, uh, um, the third sport I like is uh, football. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay. I like Lyon. I mm-hmm. like Lyon. But my team, my mm-hmm. ultimate team, my heart, Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Ah. Mm-hmm. Barcelona. <laughs> I love Barcelona. I love La Sagrada mm-hmm. Familia. Have you been there? Oh, my God. It's so is beautiful. It? I love it. <gasps> Oh my god, the light, the colors, everything, uh, the, uh, oh, the, the ships, and the, oh my god. And if it, no, I'm, I'm not yeah. a religious person. I'm not a religious person uh-huh. by any stretch. But when you go into La Sagrada Familia, you have a religious experience. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You really do. Yeah. It yeah. is stunning. It is stunning. Mm. It is beautiful. It is mm. like every. Every single inch of that space is filled with some lo- yeah. like little, like some artwork and the pillars. You start to see little, like yeah. it is, it is heaven. It truly is heaven on earth. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, absolutely, so, absolutely. Mm. And, and yeah. so I, I would want, I would want to commission you to do an emblem of Barcelona, mm. of course. You know, the my team. So oh. ah. I, I, I will be, I will be commissioning you, so, you know, down the road to do, to do that, mm-hmm. you know, to that, to have a little portrait of. My team, I can't mm-hmm. help it. You know, it's like you can't help what, who, what you love. You can't help but be an artist. Yeah. That's just who you are. I can't help mm-hmm. but love mm-hmm. my loser team right now. My teams are, you know, <laughs> they're losing terribly, but <laughs> I can't it's love. help it. It's, it's love. 
-hmm. And so if people, if people want to commission you, they just contact you through your, through your website and yeah. they get, yeah. And they just reach out to you that way. Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or and Instagram. It's mm -hmm. on Instagram. And so contact mm -hmm. you through Instagram and get information that way. Yeah. And you have mm -hmm. a system set up. If somebody were to want to buy your work in the States, there's a, there's a way you do that without having to cost a lot of money. Correct. Uh, uh, yes, I'm, I've already sent, um, uh, several, several um, paintings to anywhere in the world. And, um, uh, usually we don't, I, I already include the customs in the shipping prices. So just, um, receive a painting here. That's all. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um. So in the Instagram, you're going to let everyone know, like when you start going to clay, the clay, when you start doing other things, you're going to start introducing it that way. And would there is there something down the road that where you might be selling clay figures, or you might be getting into that and like start uh, um, selling selling that, you, like because you said you want to get into um, clay. Yeah, yes, I have a lot of clay pins. I have an Etsy with only the clay pins. And it's called Joval Loves Clay. And, um, but um, I, I haven't yet um, promoted it very much. I, I just put the Etsy store and all the clay is in there. And uh, I have made like uh, two to three posts on my account. Um, I started once a clay account, but it was very hard to handle multiple accounts on Instagram. Because mm -hmm. I love to connect with people, so it makes um, takes too much time. Yeah. And um, yeah, so um, I have an, an Etsy store, and I'm thinking of uh, promoting it perhaps on Pinterest because Pinterest it's also about um, colors and uh, pictures and everything. So, okay, so so you're on uh, Pinterest yeah. as well. Okay. I'm going. I'm going to do Pinterest for you're going the to, clay. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Perfectly. Do you um do you have a date when that might happen so people can can look that up and and when um, you when I'm open? thinking I'm thinking end of November. I divide my month in two. <laughs> okay. I do, yeah, yeah. Nice. And do like um, a project for half a month and another project for half a month. So the clay is coming. <laughs> Most artists I've met have been. Um, and I say this with love and affection. Most artists are, are um, disjointed. They, they, they don't organize well. They kind of like, they live in this chaotic oh. space. But that's not, that's not you. you. You're very well no, organized. No, I was a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I speak like a lawyer. Uh, well, that's good. That's good. So organized. I'm so too much sometimes. Really? <laughs> yeah. This is why I, I need art. It helps to balance. <laughs> it's so true though, because if you don't if you don't have something to balance that off, it's like it, it can be too much. You know, it can be you control everything yeah. at that point. Yeah. And what's yeah. it like now? Because you were would you do you have your own home? Yeah. You have your own home, your own space, your own <laughs> Your own environment, yeah. you know, so how is that? How has that helped with your art? Having your own space does that give you more time to art, do art, more time to focus on on other things or expand yourself? Or um, 
I feel like I'm a pro professional now that I have my own space. I feel like I'm I'm no more um you know um I was doing it in our in our living room and I, I now that I have my own space I, I feel like uh, I'm it's my job. It's my full time job. <laughs> No, and I, I'm not just doing something. Um, uh, I, I don't know how to say. Um, it's more than a hobby. It's um, it's my life. Yeah. That, that's what I do. Yeah, right. and um, this this is what having a space makes me feel like. And and it's like uploading your game. And I want to do. Great things, uh, big big paintings now. Now that I have more space, I want to do big paintings. Big big paintings, like a good eight foot tall painting, and eight, like a really like the ones that cover the walls kind of painting. Oh my god, I would love to do emeralds. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, it's like it's like a dream. It's like an obsession. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. I, I and and you know we so we just bought this house and there are a lot there are a lot of things to do in it and I and I said that since we have lots of things to do I'm going to paint on all the walls and then when we <laughs> nice <laughs> when, when, I love we, it. when we do everything so we we just recover it so I so I can paint. Another, another time. So I, I will have more experience, and I will do. You know, um, in the beginning, it's always trial and error. So I try on the on the walls like they are now, and then um, because there is um wallpaper on it. So when we will um tear down the wallpaper, we'll tear down what I've done, so I can paint on the real wall, and it will be um a, a better painting, better mural. So, mm. so I, I I want to do what I want to do. I want to be like a, a Keith Haring, a female Keith Haring. <laughs> nice. That's a, that's a great experience. Yeah. I'd love that. But now I can say I knew you when. Yeah, I knew you when. Because in, in Philadelphia, most of my family is in Philadelphia. My, my dad's side of the family is in Philly. And they have these beautiful pieces of work and, and, and mm. like three stories, five story tall buildings and stuff. And you get to see it. You can spend all day there, all day. Um, yeah. And, mm -hmm. and is that, is that what you, you truly want to do is just like show people like, like what, what's the need? What's, how come, how come like you want to do a mural? How come you want to do that? How come that's an obsession? Oh, I want to, to paint big and I, and I, you know what I love? Um, I'm um, in this house. I, my room, my studio, is uh, next to the street, and um, uh, there is a, a big, a big window just right here. And I put my whenever I do a painting every week, I put a new painting in front of a window, so people that 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 walk on the street they see my paintings. Mm -hmm. And I and this is the thing that I love about murals. It's art for everybody, anybody, wherever you are. You you see that, and and it makes you makes you feel good, makes you smile, and and that's what I love about murals. It's um, 
it's outside, it's, it's straight out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's wonderful. It's wonderful that you, you, what, when you, when you want to do something, you want to be able to share it with the world. I know that some artists mm. like, this is what I'm doing. It's like, no, you truly do want to change people's perce- perceptions of life. You want to truly change people with your work. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I, I can't tell you like how grateful I am for you to spend your, your day with me when you could be creating, you're talking oh. to me. And I'm, I'm, so, I'm a different person for having met you. And I, I can't thank you enough. Oh, <laughs> merci. It is. It, it truly, it truly is an honor. I, I really am. And definitely, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're Instagram buddies. And when I go to Paris, mm-hmm. I don't know when that's going to happen. But, you know, I, I told mm-hmm. myself I'm not traveling, not going anywhere until the book is done. When the book is done, mm-hmm. then I will do whatever ah, yeah. I need to do. But that's my thing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm keeping myself locked in the States and I'm not traveling until I, I, I finish this book. But um, mm-hmm. definitely when I, when I come to France. Now, what do you do live in southern France or do you live in? Uh, I live in the north. The um, north? In the north, yeah. It's called Beauvais. It's another region, another state, another state. Okay. It's called uh, Picardy. So, okay. Uh, yeah. So I, I will not know how to say that correctly. <laughs> Hopefully, the, <laughs> I will not ask when I'm in Paris. Where, yeah, I will not ask in Paris where is Bouvet because I, I will I'll be told go mm-hmm, south. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm a I'm much better person for having known you and your work and and everything about you. And I, I thank you so much for doing this. This means the world to oh, me, and you. I hope the world recognizes not only your artwork but like the beauty that comes from the artist. So, oh, thank you. <laughs> you know, you are truly a one of a kind person. So, um, mm-hmm. thank you for doing this. Thank you for everything. Um, and Merry Christmas to you. Oh, thank you. And Happy New Year. <laughs> and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, and thank you and take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to our website, thefullpodcast.com, and follow us. We'd appreciate your support. More episodes are soon on their way.